0: This is the Just Live podcast with Dan and Susie Potter, episode two. (laughs) What does it look like to just live? Today
1: we're going to explore what it looks like to see it.
0: We're going to start in 22 seconds. Live life. See the good
1: days in it. Just live. Your life is a remarkable story and adventure that only you can create. We exist to motivate and equip
0: you to live fully alive.
1: Today in this Just Live podcast, we're on episode two. We're going to help you put living back into life.
0: We're opening up for you the life cycle. For the next four weeks, we're going to be opening up a life cycle to help you know not only what it means to just live, but how to do it step by step? This week, we're going to see it together.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. Last week in our foundational time, we were talking about just live. We talked about the concepts of life, Zoe life, the fully alive life, the vibrant, the full, wonderful quality life, quality of life that has ripple effects both now and into the future, leaving a legacy. We can't forget about that as we think about just
0: living and today
1: seeing what that life looks like. This is what we've
0: created and we call this the life cycle.
1: So imagine a circle and over at the three o'clock side, there is the first part of the cycle and we call it see it. This is where you have vision. This is where you have an opportunity to believe. It's really important for us to have moments where we actually can see others living fully alive as an example to us, but more importantly that we can see a vision of what it would look like for us individually to live fully alive with the gifts and all of the uniqueness that God has given us.
0: I remember back in art class when I was um, oh it would have been 14 years old I was in an art class with Ron Barrons my teacher and he was talking about a, drawing a ball, a, a, uh, a circle, which would have shadows. And I couldn't get it into my head at all. And he went to the blackboard with a piece of chalk. And he, he did this circle. And it just looked like a circle. But then as he started to shade it, it, it became a sphere. It, it became three-dimensional. And, and the shadows. And, under, and, and I love drawing it still to this day because he helped me to see it. The words weren't enough. I had to see it in order to believe that I could draw it. The same thing is true with just live. God wants to give you the example. He wants to give you a vision so you can see it in order to believe and live it.
1: Right. In Proverbs Chapter 29, verse 18, Old King James, it basically says, Without a vision, the people perish. Hmm. And I think this is really true for the fully alive life as well. For, for those of us who are choosing to just live, who are putting the living back into life. I really like the way the Amplified Version puts it out there. It says, Where there is no vision, no revelation of God and his word, the people are unrestrained,
0: where they're perishing. When there is no um, vision, when there is no revelation, when when you don't see it, you don't move forward. I remember in, in 1989, Susie and I were in the country of Romania. Now, we had prayed for Romania for years and years, but they were under Ceausescu's rule, and, and he was just a tyrant, and it was communism, and... It was a really bad place to be. We knew some people had spent, you know, like 13 years in prison for sharing their faith. Mm-hmm. It was a terrible, terrible place to be. And and no one rose up against that regime because they simply couldn't see it. In mm. December of 1989, we were in the country taking some aid, taking some Bibles, uh, doing a little bit of God smuggling. Mm-hmm. And the revolution kicked off. It was it was. It was a moment in history where suddenly the people of the country who for 40, 50 years had not seen it. They saw we want to be free. And the country was in turmoil. People were fighting against each other. But they saw it and they believed they could have their country back. And in five days, it all turned around. We, We were there during those five days. It was quite an amazing thing to watch people that... Five days earlier, we're scared to death. And now five days later, they were giving us hugs, welcoming us into the country. Some people that were really bad guys to uh, us people who were taking Bibles into the country. Now they loved us because they saw it.
1: Yeah, and it was actually on that trip that we traded to these two young soldiers We traded a banana and an orange, which
0: they'd never seen before. Which they had
1: never seen in their whole life. They were Mm twenty-something years old. They'd never seen those two fruit, and we traded it for a flag, a Romanian flag. They had cut, uh, removed the communist symbol out of the middle, and this was a revolution. This was a life-changing event for that country. And I think this is one of the things that we're trying to promote in the fully alive revolution is that people who are on journey to live fully alive as best they know it, sparking the vision, sparking what that could look like and helping each other also have that vision for our own life, of uh, actually seeing it. Living fully alive and, and allowing that to be a goal that we aim towards.
0: Because the fully alive revolution is not a revolution of tanks and guns and right? dictatorships. A revolution is a turning. And the turning begins when we see it. When we see it, we believe it. And and this is, this is where Moses was, I believe, when he was 80 years old. At 40 years old, he thought, yeah, I'm God's <laughs> gift to the world and uh, – Killed a guy, got in serious trouble, ran for his life. And for 40 years, he was out in the desert taking care of his father in law's sheep. <laughs> Thank you very much. And these sheep and Moses, they were spending a lot of time together out there. And, you know, there was really nothing new. You know, every night we go on and watch the news. Right. In Moses' life, it was all old. Mm-hmm. There was nothing new. And one day, I, I just envisioned as he came around a corner and there was a bush. And this bush was on fire. Mm-hmm. But yet it wasn't burning up. If you ever see a bush in the desert burning, it goes, whew, that's it. It just and burns really quickly and it's gone. But this one, that's right. Exodus chapter three, yes. it kept burning. It kept burning. And I don't know what Moses was thinking. If I was Moses... I would have been thinking, well, which, which one of my sheep has been playing <laughs> with the lighter or the matches, you know, because <laughs> God hadn't spoken for 400 years. Can we imagine there is, that? There is no way Moses is out in the desert uh, going, oh, wait, look, wait, God just lit that mm-hmm. bush on fire. No, it was this curiosity. There was this imagination. There was this wonder because it says he moved towards the fire. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have moved unless he saw it. And it's the same thing with just live. We're not going to move into a fully live life unless we see it. We see it in others. We see it in God. We see it in God's word. We see it in all creation. We see
1: the possibility for it to happen in our life.
0: All creation declares the glory of God. Just look around. Everything is just live. So if we're going to start this revolution, it begins right at three o'clock. If you're looking at a clock. Right at 3 o'clock, we start moving forward. Clocks never go backwards. (laughs) We start moving forward. We see it. Tick, 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 tick. And like Moses, we move. We move forward. We move to where there's fire. There's burning. There's curiosity. There's imagination. God's greatest gift, I think, to mankind is imagination. We can wonder, what does God want for my life? And this is where Moses was in the desert.
1: I, I love that uh this part is see it it has to do with vision and there's also an element of belief mm. sometimes we see things or or we can imagine but we don't live our life as though we truly believe it and I think this believing in is seen in um John and in first John it talks about those things that we saw with our eyes that we Looked at that our hands have touched. Mm. This is what we confess. And in John, it, it also talks about believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. We shall be saved. So those concepts of believing and knowing and seeing and living as if we have seen it is making a difference. And that's what we want to challenge ourselves and all of you to do as well to have that vision of what a fully alive life could look like.
0: I think this is where the Industrial Revolution did a terrible injustice because they they taught us that here's information, now just go follow. Just follow the information and you can end up making something. Making something that someone else can sell and you can't come back tomorrow and make something else. There wasn't any scene. It wasn't an apprenticeship like years before where you watched the you know, someone hitting the metal and forging something that was very useful. It was, it was simply take this, put it here. Mm-hmm. And, and especially when you got into the, 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 assembly line, it was just, there, there was no scene. It was just listen to the instructions and do it. I think that's what the problem is today with a lot of our education. It's just based on uh, just listen and, and repeat and get it on the test. But something happens when you stand next to someone and you see it. Mm -hmm. You you watch a TED Talk and it's like, oh, wow. You you go someplace and and there's this person just living fully alive. Mm -hmm. Susie and I spent a lot of time just going to Vegas and and watching some of the, the performers. And they go, oh, my, this is. Suze, let's go do that. Let's go do that. Because we've just seen it. inspired. And seeing it allows us to believe it is
1: possible. So I want to jump you back to a very earlier season in my life. I am blessed to grow up in a family where my mom and my dad, my brothers and sisters loved Jesus. And I saw that lived out day by day by day, every day. There was a season in my life when I was in high school that a revolution of people turning to Jesus and starting to love Jesus was happening. My brother Tim was a Bible believing, actually Bible carrying. He t- he carried his big Bible on top of all of his books in high school. So this was not a normal happening in our public school. So people knew he had a reputation. He was a great example for me. This is my brother, my older brother Tim. And So he was playing football and after a football game, there was a guy, quarterback, who had injured his knee seriously during the game and probably for all practical purposes was out of the game and maybe out of football forever. It was serious. And my brother asked if he could just ask God to heal his knee, put his hand on his knee. He prayed in faith. That there would be a healing and this guy's knee was healed. And this was the catalyst that began this transformation. So the guy the life. guy
0: with the sore knee, he saw it.
1: He saw it. <laughs> and he felt he it. He saw it. And he knew it. And he wanted to know this Jesus that healed his his knee. Mm. And that that became this ripple effect, basically. This this um legacy of knowing Jesus and and people coming to know Jesus. His life was transformed and then he brought people and, and people came to our home as a result of that. My parents started a church in our home and I got into the word of God so deeply I couldn't get enough of it. I saw it I saw a vision of God's love for me. I saw a vision and a hunger. And these people who had transformed lives, most of them were guys and a few girls. Their lives went from night to day, and the Word of God and worship were huge in our gatherings, and we couldn't get enough of Jesus. And we saw it in each other's lives, and that triggered a transformation and a revolution of life, of love for Jesus also in our lives. And that's when I first got this vision of really seeing what living for Jesus um, authentically, full out, hold nothing back, uh, what that could actually look like. I was still a teenager. I did not know my identity like I know it today, but I was in process. I got that spiritual vision and that spiritual hunger of God's love for me and the transformation of lives that um, continues to be such a vital part of my life now.
0: I mean, I think of vision, I think of the first moment I saw Susie.
1: <laughs> it was like a, a
0: vision of loveliness. But I think as Susie's talking, it was this sense... Always
1: oh, say more about this. this. This is a great It was story. this sense
0: that here is a girl that is gorgeous, but she's living life fully alive. I mean, she was just... It was like the Energizer bunny in human form and looked really good to me. And it was like, I saw it. I mean, I had never experienced a moment of seeing, I want to spend my life with this girl. I mean, it was, I had never done that before. Matter of fact, after I met Susie, I went to where my mother was and I said, mom, I just met the girl I'm going to marry. And, you know, it was just like, what? Because <laughs> uh, I that had never come out of my mouth. But there is something so attractive when you see someone mm-hmm. who is living fully alive. And Susie was. And I knew, I knew she loved me. That was the incredible thing. Because it was her <laughs> birthday and she invited me to her cabin for her birthday party. Brown City mean, Camp. Unbelievable that of all the people she would invite me. And when I got there, I realized she had invited everyone. Of
1: course, I'm inclusive. The place was (laughs) packed.
0: I thought it was just me. But as I went into her family, I saw they were all living life. They were, it Mm -hmm. was, there was, the house was full of life. It's so contagious. And I think sometimes we live in this world that we watch news or we get our news from someplace or we, we got off Facebook or something where, where it's like, there's not life there. It's death. Mm. And we, we stop believing and we've got to hang around people and see people that are living fully alive. So we can say me too. Yeah. Me too.
1: Yep, and by the way, I am so glad. I had no clue that all this was happening in his heart, in his life, in his choices. That he knew I was going to be
0: the one. I am so glad. I you was per- pursued me. I, she was running fast, but I pursued, and eventually she slowed down. I'm
1: so glad. That Talk you about did. life. <laughs> um, another time when I when I know. Um, I had a vision. I was able to see it. I was 12. I was at Brown City Camp. This has been a, a place of many decisions. Mm-hmm. It was our church denomination camp that Dan and I grew up in, though we didn't meet each other until we were in our 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had very similar shared experiences. And I was 12, and there was an altar call for those who wanted to know Jesus and for missions. And I went down to the front. And it was at that time I knew I was called. I was making that choice to be a missionary, and I already knew I was going to be a nurse. And so I went down there and I saw a vision. Now, when I knew that was going to be my calling and and my steps for life, I knew what that looked like because many years prior, whenever there were missionaries that came to our church, my parents would invite them over. And we would get to know them and we would hear their stories. And I knew a number of missionary nurses that we would pray for every night or as many nights as I can remember. And we prayed for their situation. And I heard their stories when they came home for visits. And I knew what a missionary nurse looked like. And that gave me a vision or a goal of what I was going for. And I think it's very similar in that way as well, that We have a vision for what fully alive could look like, for just living, for living and having that living Zoe life, this fully alive life. As a part of our life, when we have that vision, it gives us a goal, something to go for. And yes, we need examples of other people who are doing it to spark each other and give us that vision and allow us to see it and to continue to go for this fully alive so life. Those
0: of you who are seeing this on video, you can see this is the life cycle. This is what it looks like. And and we're gonna be moving in the next three weeks around to the six o'clock and nine o'clock and 12 o'clock and you can see what those are. If you are just listening to this, I want to encourage you to, to click the link below and get the free PDF of, of this tool because we're going to walk through this and, and your life will will move forward as you begin to see this because what does it actually look like? It looks like a vision. It mm-hmm. looks like a revelation. It looks like I see it. Something to believe with our life in. It's possible. Mm-hmm. So I, I just encourage you download this. Uh, and, and there's, there's more going to be coming in a PDF that, that they'll explain all of this as we go through. But like last week, we asked you just to, just to put up the just live somewhere on a mirror that you can see it. I also ask you now to, to somewhere put this life cycle and, and just focus on the see it. I, I just want you to take time to see it, to begin to say, is it really possible? Mm. What, what's causing this bush to burn? Right. And next week we're going to hear what the bush actually says.
1: So as we're looking at this, see it this, this is an opportunity for you to spend time with God and to invite Him into your presence. Allow Him to give you a vision that's unique to you, that's specific to you, but at the same time, seeing what it looks like as an example for others to be living fully alive. The see it is see what just living actually looks like
0: so i don't know what's going on in your world today this week i don't know if you've got a phone call that is like wiped you out or if you've just looked across and saw the vision for your life (laughs) i don't know but our encouragement for you is that you this week will just live Mm -hmm. and do that by getting a vision see it Get around some people. Get around some information that's really good news. Yes. Because good news moves you forward. Thank you so so much.
1: Thank you so much for joining us for this episode number two of the Just Live podcast. And we've been exploring what does it look like to just live.
0: So may you live fully alive as you love your life, your world, and your God. My name's Dan. My name
1: is Susie. Together, Together we, we are, are Dozy. Live
0: fully. And love
1: fully. Thanks so much for joining us today.
0: See you next week.
1: Just live.